This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Chiesi. Providing innovative neonatology solutions for more than 35 years, Chiesi is committed to supporting the neonatology community and the NICU families you serve. To learn more, visit www.nicuconnections.com slash incubator. This is The Incubator, a weekly discussion about new advances in neonatology and the fascinating individuals who make this progress possible. I am Dr. Ben Korsha. And I'm Dr. Daphne Yasova-Barbeau. We are neonatal intensive care physicians. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next symposium. We are on the last day of the conference and we are joined by Steve McElroy. Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. It's been a fantastic conference and I want to thank you guys for both live streaming this and podcasting it. No, thank you. I mean, this is this is a this is a first time for us. We've done this, but not really uh, at the actual conference. We've done this remotely, but being here is something quite special. So we're very grateful for the opportunity. Um, we had we had a chat with uh, Hala Shaban about uh, the session on Monday about uh, understanding the mechanisms of NEC and how frustrating it's always been that this disease that we think we should be knowing much more about always ends up uh, on research papers or in the textbook, starting off by saying the mechanism of neck is not really understood. And so I'm curious to hear what you think about that. So, uh, yeah, it's a good question. The, the, uh, some of it is that, let me get closer. Um, some of it is uh, a little bit grant speak. Mm. Um, it's much easier to get funded if you say, we don't know what we're doing and, and we have to you know, look out. <laughs> Um, some of it is we really don't know, but it, we actually know a lot uh, right. about neck. Um, the animal models that we have are good, but have their drawbacks, mm-hmm. and that makes it interesting. Um, trying to do it in human samples is challenging, as you guys know, because it's hard to get to that small intestinal tissue. Right. Um, but over the last decade, we've really made some pretty big advances in, in understanding more of what's going on. I, I think as I look back over, I've been doing this now for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And what always impresses me the most is how little we understand the true complexity of the gut. Mm-hmm. Right. And because of that, I think it's taken us a long time to get at the actual mechanism because there are just so many variables and, and pieces that are involved in the, in the intestine that mm-hmm. we didn't appreciate. And even probably still now don't, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, a, the, the microbiome, the gut is a hot topic in all of medicine, ju- not just neonatology. And um, you've tackled the problem from many perspectives, but I'm interested to hear your expertise on kind of how the uh, fetal, uh, you know, prenatal dyad um, impacts uh, potentially the risk factors for neck. Yeah. So, you know, my, my research has always been based in the trying to understand why the immature gut is different than the mature gut. So from a, a very early time period, I just looked at neck as a developmental issue, not Mm. necessarily a a disease by itself. And um, as part of that, an outgrowth of that was trying to understand why maternal inflammation or chorioamnionitis 
is linked to necrotizing enterocolitis because that really didn't make a whole lot of sense and, and we've known about it for years but there was never any mechanism behind it and so our recent studies are, are trying to get at that and trying to understand what that early exposure to inflammation is doing to the subsequent development of the intestine. Very exciting. So what do you think the future of that work looks like? You know, it, it's I, it's hard. Um, you know, ideally, if I pie in the sky out, right? Mm-hmm. If we can understand the mechanisms that are interrupted by that inflammation, and we can understand the time points, then in theory, um, you know, there are a lot of new drugs that are coming through in neonatology that, that impact inflammation. And so, it is possible that we can interrupt those derangements in the development of the gut of the fetuses. Um, because if you can change that, then potentially you can change the development of the gut back to a more normal state, and then that will hopefully eliminate some of this um, susceptibility to injury. Jen has asked this at the beginning of the conference that we all have a reason why we're here. Um, what is the driving force behind you being here at the next symposium, behind you working with the next society? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So the, the next society piece I'll tackle first because that's easier. So I, I got involved with the next society. I was actually looking up my CV before I got on the podcast. So I, I, I joined the next society in 2015. So, you know, we're, we're approaching 10 years yeah. with yeah. the society. And I, I've been on the scientific advisory committee almost from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really just from a passion at, at what Jen says. It, it's trying to understand not only the whys of NEC and, and trying to make it a more known entity, but the, the true um, specialness of this organization is that it's parent-driven. Mm-hmm. And not just parent-associated, but parent-driven. And, and so having the stories that we hear at every meeting is just, I, I mean, it's the reason to keep coming. That's right. Um, my my wife for neck, um, you know, I, I'm passionate about science and trying to understand things. That's part of the reason why I went into neonatology. But you know, we all have that kid, right? For me, that kid was uh, I was in residency, and um, I, I remember because this was before HIPAA and, and everything. So my wife could come into the NICU and actually see what I was doing. Yeah. And I was showing around. I showed her this little 28-weeker. Um, and it turned out that within the next 24 hours, that baby developed neck. And it was bad enough neck that, uh, you know, the infant went on to pass away. Yeah. And that, you know, really struck me as a resident and a trainee because this is a kid that was totally fine mm-hmm. and just was immediately gone. And the, the, the combination of the devastation of what that is to see with trying to understand why it happened and what the things we can do to fix it have, have really kind of driven a lot of what I'm doing. Um, you know, and you see that over and over again. Mm-hmm. You guys see that, right? And and that's the the really hard thing about neck is that it, it hits kids that are doing well typically, yeah. and Which it I, makes it makes it all the more frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. So trying to understand the whys behind that, um, I think, are a, a really important thing that that we can try and tackle. An interesting thing, Daphne, is that over the course of the conference, we've heard so many speakers talk about the experiences they've had in residency. Absolutely. I am that is fascinated. Such, a, such a trajectory. I, I really. mean, we're trying to limit how many patients a resident is seeing. We're trying to limit how many hours and how, limit how many exposures to the ICU. And yet, 
there are these experiences that are literally career defining mm -hmm. because they have such an impact. Um, I think this is very interesting. I don't know if I have much more of, a, of an opinion on that, but I think that's very interesting. Yeah, I think our experiences shape who we become. And certainly we've heard that the neck cases have definitely stuck with people. Yeah. And, 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 and Amy, Amy Hare was just on a few minutes ago in a similar story as a resident, a patient that passed away from neck. And that's that something that. that just uh, sticks with you, huh? It's yeah. crazy. Steve, thank you so much for dropping by. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for listening to The Incubator. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of The Incubator and new shows from The Incubator Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address. NICUPodcast at gmail.com or by visiting our website www.the-incubator.org You can also message the show on Instagram or X, formerly known as Twitter, at NICUPodcast. Thanks again for listening and see you next time. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care practitioner. Thank you.